The name on the front is a hell of a lot more important than the one on the back. Get that through your head. I don't care what the scoreboard says. At the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. I'll make it. You don't do that to a man. He's got a million dollar idea right here. Billion dollar idea. Even better, let him flow. Okay. Well, there's nothing like a cold one after a long day, huh? Here's to feeling good all the time. And now, from the 908 studio, this is Shoot Your Shot. Brought to you by 908s, where life is great. Welcome back to the show. Shoot Your Shot. Paul Sutter, the chosen one. John Gross, the boss man. It's early! It's early! Boom, 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 boom! Super early today. 8.30 a.m. Uh, we have soft a... Eight, soft 8.30. True. We have a golf tournament today. Mm. We're back. We're back on board. If we see John Pace, we're going to beat that ass. Big day. I don't know if we can shoot... What did we shoot? 15 under? 14 under. 1400. I don't know if we can do it again, but we sure as hell will try. Uh, Precious Life Shelter Tournament. Now, people might know it best for the Bloody Mary bar. Oh, God. Um, the good thing about Bloody Marys is it's already a meal. Like, you don't have to eat mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. You just crush Bloody Marys and that, you're fine. I don't want to go beer today. Can I just go for like eight Bloody Marys? You could do whatever you want. We just need to get you to I the mean, limit. Obviously, Michelob Ultra is not beer, so we can do that. But we just need to get you to put the ball in the hole. That's it. Yeah. For but, me, I need to get as drunk as possible. Yeah, that's for sure. Now, how is that going to happen? Maybe I crush a four loco before. We'll see. It's two for five at a.m. p.m. and we're at the office. It's right across the street. We'll mm. see how it goes. I mm-hmm. don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the short stick's been so hot lately. If I can bring bring my short stick game, unbelievable. I, uh, Paul looks like Ty- you look like Tiger Woods is who you look like right now. I think that's what like, I'm bringing literally, to the table today. This hat or whatever you're wearing, I'm bringing an intimidation factor. <laughs> yeah, I think that's but you're what intimidating it is. your own team. Yeah, no, well, that's see, this is like the Ryder Cup. Mm. You got to, you know what? Yep, this is the Ryder Cup. I'm on your side here, and I'm Patrick Reed, baby. Yeah, I always show up Get at the hot. Ryder Cup. Get hot, not last year, but the home course. But Ryder usually, Cup. you don't want to battle me. That's all I'm saying. If right. I if I get in a one on one with John Pace. Oh, he's and there's a effed. and there's a like eight by eleven picture for a prize in my site. This guy's going down. So we'll update you next week. Uh, we're gonna be maybe we'll throw a little bit of uh, of content out there today. I don't know. We'll see. Oh yeah. If oh, I maybe. get sauce enough, I'll throw a tweet out there. Oh for sure. We'll see how it goes. Big show by Huge. the way today. Yeah, big one. We have Mike Gardabasio and Tyler Hendrickson on the show. Authors, authors. Pretty sick that they get to put author next to the name. Yeah. Authors of Scholars and Champions, the Polly book. Your favorite book. I, well, no, it's my favorite book. Yeah, because. I mean, you've read as much as this one as you have any right. other one. I was, I was wondering why you were saying <laughs> that. Yeah, that's the case. It is my favorite book because it's probably the only book that I'm going to read probably for the rest of my life, which is pretty wild. <laughs> Well, Paul means by that it's going to take him the rest of his life to read this book. <laughs> you know what we need to do? We need to toss it in like one of those pull-out calendars we should do, where you do one one a day. I wow. like that. These, we should start doing that for all the books. I like that. Great expectations. Yep. Just one oh, one page per day you finish it. No, in not a page. You got to do like one sent Two sentences. No. I want to finish it faster than that. We all know you're not going to read a page a day. 
It'll be over that by January 15th. But every once in a while, there's going to be only pictures on a page. And that's going to be a treat. Yeah. Are you, tell, are you kidding me? And that's when you know it's a good day. Yeah. Maybe a holiday. Maybe oh, Christmas. shit, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, so that, that's going to be my plan. We'll read a page a day. The books, they're on their way, right? That's what they said. I guess you could listen to the they're, in the interview. The, uh, they're probably here right now. I, whoa. They, they, oh, did you hear that knock? They just got here. Yep. We'll get it. Okay. Oh, hold on. Let's cut this and then we'll come back. I'm just kidding. They're not here. But they should be on their way is what they said. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, honestly, pretty fired up for it. Yeah. Because like they said, it's yes, it is a poly high school, history of poly high school book. But it, I mean, if you think about it, it's got to be like a history of Long Beach type deal as well. Yeah. You know, because they said it in the interview. It's the Pauly oldest was high there school. before Long Beach was there. Isn't that isn't I that think, true? Uh, maybe. Yeah. I think. Well, I mean, we, it was here. If Mike said it, it wasn't a city, and he wrote a book, then I probably believe him. It wasn't like a high school on in outer space. I mean, it was here. Oh, yeah. what, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Polly was actually originally teaching the Pavunga tribe in the uh, 500, <laughs> 500 BC. All right, it's, it's the oldest high school in the world. Actually, let's get to grab my gears before we get to the interview. Do you have one? Do you want to go first? You go first. I'll go first. So football's back, as you know. NFL season started this week. By the way, good juju, bad juju, real quick. Steelers got blown out. I'm just gonna. That was yeah. Yeah, I'm that just game sucked. I'm just. I'm saying it out loud. Bad juju. Bad juju. Steelers got beat by a thousand. Juju can't play without Antonio Brown. People. I are mean, saying. we're. I'm Team AB. We know that I'm Team AB. Your Team AB. He's on the. He's on the Patriots, dude. How how wow. rattled were you when you found out he was on the Patriots? I was very rattled. Oh yeah, you saw me in the moment. Yeah, that was that was wild. Those two Patriot fans. Classic Belichick doesn't give a shit. I like him. Two two Patriots fans turn around at Rizzini's, like wondering, like, is this guy for real? He doesn't know that AB is on the Pats. Oh yeah. Those guys need to relax. Okay, that's not my grab my gears. I mean, By the way, yeah. little problem. Actually, being team AB might be a little problematic. I don't know if you heard the latest news, but he's in the news again. I'm holding. I'm holding. My team what AB. What do you do? What do you? Uh, well, just is it bad? You stuff? can yeah. You it's can look bad. it up later. Okay. I'm holding my team AB uh, title. It's on hold for now. For now. For now. Okay. Okay. okay for now. Uh, okay. Football's back. What really ticks me off is people who hate football, and they make sure that they let it be known that they hate football. Like if it's ever brought up. Right, I agree. I don't like football. Right, but <laughs> do you know what I mean, though? Uh, though, so people will be talking about football, and then they'll be like, "Oh, I hate football." They have to make it be known, like there's some hip ass fool that, oh, don't talk about football around me because I hate it. Yeah, it's like, why don't you mind your own business? Like, if somebody says, you know, I don't know, I love. Gold Four Locos, I'm not going to go around saying, oh, Gold Four Locos? I hate Gold Four Locos. Does that make sense? I'm not going to, like, well, bash somebody else for having a good time and joining their life because I got to make sure that I tell them that I actually disagree 100% with what they just said. But Does that make sense? Yeah, but I, but the thing you don't realize because you're, you are part of the problem is it's all people talk about, and it's super boring. So, like, imagine... Someone might say they like gold, gold for locos, and you can let that pass. But imagine, 
Is that you hate gold, gold for locos? It was just more of a, I don't okay. I don't love gold, gold for locos. I just it's what the if, only thing that came to my what mind. What if five hours a day anywhere you went, all anyone was talking about was how great John Pace was, and you're like, this guy's a f-ing scumbag, and. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of cussed out nowhere. Yeah. Uh, but like everyone went, John, oh, you see John Pace? You see John Pace? Like, that's my guy. That's my guy. And just like all anyone's talking about in your face, and you're like, dude, I don't like John Pace. And eventually it wears on you, and you have to say something because you want people to talk about John Pace less around you. Okay. Let's see. What do I hate the most? You probably know. I can't think of anything right now. What's What do I hate the most in the whole world? People talking to you while you're watching football. Right. But I'm not going to say, hey, douchebag, stop talking to me. Yeah, but what if they were doing it the entire game for every game of the season? But I'm not that kind of a guy. Uh, Are you? I'm not. But if you didn't have a podcast event on, would you be? No. You forget you you have access to therapy once a week. Not everyone does. That's true, but I can talk to myself at any point in life, which is I'm my own therapist if you think about it. Just sit down with a glass of wine, watch oh, a little yeah. like reality TV, and talk to myself. Cab knows a few secrets so, about me. Exactly, huh? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So I can talk whenever. I, I'm not gonna say it to somebody's face. Okay. I'm not gonna say whatever they love the most. I hate the, what they love. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. Well, I hate football, but then that's fine. I don't care. But don't go saying it out loud, everybody. Okay, and I don't. I never do. Don't be a little hipster bitch, all right? That's, okay. all, I'm, that's all I'm saying. No, I'm definitely not. Go ahead. Okay. My grind my gears? Is that what I'm doing? Yes. We all know I sprained my ankle last week. Yes. This is a big day, actually, for you today. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, it's... Uh, Adversity. You're right. You're right. But what, what grinds my gears is when people keep, like, doubting it. Okay, one, I can still sprain my ankle. It doesn't mean I broke it and have to be laying in bed for two months. Like, it hurts. I'm still walking. People, who's doubting you? A lot of people. When I say something, I'll be like, oh, I can't I can't go I can't go exercise because my, my ankle sprained. Right. Which is true. Yeah. Second of all, I'm getting a lot of heat on uh, on my story. The stories that I, I sprained my ankle in a hole that my dog... That my roommate's dog uh, duck. Right. Right? Yeah. But, and then everyone, everyone's acting like I would lied because I was also drinking. What do you mean? Like, like, oh, you were drunk. Oh. Uh, but if that hole wasn't there, you do I have an ankle sprain? No. It's a hole right next to the step. Yeah. Is that, so I guess the greater question is, if you, if you tell, if you say something that happened, and don't include the words you're drunk. Are you lying? This is a little bit of a brain buster for me. Does that mean I, it's just it's just kind of like don't people? I, I guess what's going on is my roommates are taking the dog side. Oh, it's your roommates. Yeah, yeah, saying yeah. This. that's what I'm okay. getting most of the heat from. Oh, okay. But like your roommates are all of a sudden the story is not as at a, not as valid, huh? Oh, so you're blaming the dog and your roommate? I'm not blaming the dog. I'm not blaming the dog. Okay, okay. But if you had to put a little bit of blame on something. It would be a little bit of blame. I should have looked dog. where I was going. Right. But a little bit of blame goes to the dog. Maybe. I mean, maybe don't dig a hole right next to the stairs. Right. A little blame goes to the dog. And all of the blame for them is going on the cab staff. Yeah. Which which is some bullshit. Who, by the way, never heard a fly. Yeah. <laughs> never dug a hole in his You fly. know what? I'm on your side here. Because I, I don't know. We'll never know. But I, I dare to say it was dark. 
I could have been very sober mm-hmm. and, and just because uh, I was kind of hopping down. It was more of a fast pace. You know what I mean? I was like excited going down and like kind of letting my foot hit one part and then go to the other. Yep. But oh, didn't see that that there was actually a hole a right hole. there. Yeah. I don't know. There was no earth there. People are quick to blame red wine and it needs to stop because it's one of our best friends. It might be my best friend now. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's actually it, it's jumped the power <laughs> ranking and it's all the way to the top. Yeah. I had a glass last night. I'll hot. tell you what, dude. I'll tell you who's on the hot seat is uh JB Peel. <laughs> <laughs> Because we we might not even need if red wine figures out how to call into the show we might not even need you anymore buddy yeah very true and Clyde from and Clyde Signal from Hill. Signal Hill yeah Clyde from that, Signal he's Hill he's not a friend of mine that guy's a weird <laughs> it's a weird dude all right you got anything else I got shout outs you want them now or later yeah go ahead let's let's give them to them now okay I got one shout let's out give the people what they want got a shout out for a mentor of mine and yours not as much you because you went to Milliken. Ted Hollister. Just a shout out because know you know Coach what? Hollister. He is a grinder and he you know he tells me a lot that I'm a grinder. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to return the favor and tell him. And you know, he gave me a lot of heat last week because I haven't had him on the show yet, but guess what? We might have him on soon. And guess what? He's also on the You Me and the LBC podcast. Is he? So he's gonna be one of the fire guests on that. So Good. I'll tell you what. I don't like you said, I didn't go to Wilson. I didn't know him well. I just from seeing around, passing and whatnot. But he's had a huge impact on my life. In the in the few the few times that we've talked to each other, he's made a big impact. I agree. Just building me up a little bit. When the world out there mm-hmm. is trying to put you down, John, mm-hmm. you need a guy like him to build mm-hmm. you up. Mm-hmm. And he's he my building blocks. Yeah, That's what he, he is. Yeah, mine too. So shout out, shout to uh, future listener of the show, Brooks Haven. Met him, Matt Haven's little kid. Oh yeah, uh, like uh, I was like, why does that name sound familiar? He's got to be like four weeks old or something at the most. Four weeks? I don't know. I thought it was like months. He's super small. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, don't but, don't freaking size shame. No, no, no. He's gonna get bigger. Skinny. Fool. I'm pretty. I'm almost certain he's gonna grow. <laughs> but uh, he put. I was delivering a hat. Big nine oh eight day sale. Matt Haven bought a hat. Thanks. Classic, a lot of people got some merch. Classic. Miss a great merchandise sale. You know. Sad. Uh. And the baby put his little hand around my little finger. No, he you know didn't. what? Stop it! You know it's just—it was yeah. cute. It yeah, was cute. I it like was cute. That. Shout out Brooks Haven. And then I got one more shout out to. Oh, this is a new segment. People of Long Beach. Great name. Okay, people of Long Beach. Uh, this is this is our Hall of Fame. Is yeah, this, this person. Yes, this fame? this is guy. Oh yeah, Long Beach Hall of Fame prospect. Okay, on the ballot. Uh, I was at Target yesterday, just you know, buying a few things. Maybe a LaCroix here or there. Uh, uh, There's some bomb flavors and some new ones out there. Right by the entrance. White Claws are gone, but you know what's not? LaCroix. Yep. Oh, and maybe this guy was trying to make a White Claw because, get this, I'm right by the entrance. Mm -hmm. This guy, probably in his 50s, just beelines in the door, walks straight up to a guy working at Target and goes, you guys carry vodka? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And the guy said, yep, right right over there. And that was it. That was it? Yeah. All the right questions. All the right questions. Some people are mad White Claw's gone. Some people will say, hey, I got LaCroix, I got White Claw, and that makes you a Long Beach Hall of Famer. You know what uh, is a little stronger than White Claw? Vodka. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can make your own White Claw anytime you want. Do you like White Claw but hate all the carbonation? Try vodka. Well, I got the news for you. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Vodka and grapefruit juice. That'll get you going. Uh, okay, is that it? That's it. That's all I got. I don't have anybody for the Long Beach Hall of Fame. This right. guy's. This guy might be a first ballot. I would. I can't exp- do it justice, but the way he just beelined in, knew exactly what he wanted. You guys carry vodka? Boom. It's and a out good of all, question. And also out of all the stores to try, like there's a million stores around there that definitely carry vodka. Like literally a liquor store? Yeah. And yeah. he's just like, you know, I better try Target for this one. You know what? Uh, you remember back in the day when uh, we were like, bef- before we were 21, mm-hmm. and if you wanted to go get like a Gatorade and some candy, what do you say? Oh, I'm going to go to a liquor store. Yeah. And when I went out of town to not somewhere in Long Beach. Yeah. And I said that people would always look at me funny. Like, hmm. oh, look at this badass fool who's going to go to the yeah. liquor store. It's like, no, that's just like a mini mart. Which is why you're feared in so many other cities exactly, and states. Exactly. Exactly. Huh. Upper Side Whittier. I'm the absolute like president of that. <laughs> the mayor of Upper Side Whittier. Where you just where uh, the girls are prettier. Did you pull the uh, brown bag where like everyone thought you were drinking alcohol and mm-hmm. you just had a few skittles and a yep. yeah like and a, a nice Gatorade a sour patch. Yep, getting it going. All right, let's get to the interview. We had Mike Garbasio, Tyler Hendrickson, authors of Scholars and Champions, the Pauli book, out now. Go to what is it? Scholarsandchampions.org or something. They said it like five times. Yeah, let's. We'll just let them do it. How about yeah. that? Hey. <laughs> wow. In the night away studio. We got two very special guests, Tyler Hendrickson, Mike Garabasio, authors of Scholars and Champions, the Poly book. The Poly book. That's right. History of Long Beach Poly. It's out. It's Isn't almost it out. It's It should be out now, but there was a hurricane or something um, in South Carolina, which is where our publisher is. So the I, shipment was delayed by like a week. I saw that. Yeah. But it's coming. It's, it's coming. It literally should be here within 24 hours of us right. recording the podcast. It's, okay. it's on its yes. way to us as of this recording. I so love it. We'll have it in our hands very soon. You know what's funny is, like, you guys are, like, we were just talking about how you guys are going to be famous. You guys are, <laughs> you guys wrote a book and automatically became my favorite authors. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's, like, that's pretty unbelievable. I think that says more about you than it does about our book, <laughs> but, but still, we really appreciate it, though, Paul. Still. I told, I, told, uh, I told John this. I don't think I told Paul, but we, we, uh, you guys are getting a review copy shipped to the office, and it's going to be addressed to Paul Slater, book editor. I see it. <laughs> if I like it, God, everybody's going to like it in the country. Keep in mind he's giving you this compliment. Coming from a guy who's literally talking into an eraser right now. Yeah. No, listen. Listen. You guys have the best podcast set up. You know, I mean, I really respect it, and uh, Paul's doing what he's got to do right now. You know, I, well, I'm trying to make you guys feel good. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's not, it isn't even about me. I can't even look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's talking, we, we have three mics and four people, so Paul's talking literally into, he's holding an imaginary. He's got a, he's got a mic on. He's rocking the lob. But it feels unnatural. And I've been in a situation like that where you have the lob mic and then you're talking to three people holding a mic. You don't, you have to hold something. Yeah. yeah. You, you guys came in and I already had the love mic on. Right. Hard knocks, baby. I'm yeah. telling you. I've been telling Grossi that they need to put me on camera all the time and do like a behind the scenes 908 deal. Yeah. And we haven't done it yet. Kind of disappointing. Well, John's trying to keep everyone employed. Yeah, right. True. He's trying to keep you guys from getting shut down. That's so actually I a good point. That's I respect it. I don't think we ever put you on camera either. <laughs> you didn't want to put me on camera. Right. That's, 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 a, that's bad news. There's a huge gap in between how much Paul thinks people want to see him and how much people want to see him. <laughs> Right. It's like the uh, it's like the yeah, the wage gap or what is it something sure. something going on your right job now. your job is just to close that a little bit just yeah. to close it and yeah. it's mostly done on Paul's end right my <laughs> ego is way too big for this <laughs> magazine right now we need to uh, the government needs to raise minimum Paul Paul uh, video time yeah 100%. to what like 
Have you, nah, hour a day. Have you considered changing the name of it to Nino Slate Magazine? <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah, life I didn't is, think life is great in the Nino Slate. Wow. We, I kind of like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> We're going to lead with that. I'm going to cut everything that just happened and lead with that. Uh, so, uh, you know how they got that map on Twitter? I think this is the coolest thing, by the way. You're, you like oh, the nice. book and all that stuff. Glad you like it. It yeah. was Tyler's idea. So. Oh, it was? Yeah. Who's buying the book in Maine? Like, who are all these people? The homies. This is unbelievable. <laughs> the new, that's our main squeeze right there, man. Dude, that's our, it's, that's, it's unbelievable. At least because if you're yeah. in Maine, you literally have nothing to do but read. That's who reads books. There's like, probably like, one person in Maine who just orders every book that comes out. Oh, like, look, the old guy who goes and me. sees every movie at the town center or whatever. Like, there's probably just one old lady in Maine. Who, I, no, I don't know. It's It's been surprising for us. We've got, what are we up to, like, 26 states? Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, but 25, like, 26. So we put the website up. Scholars and Champions.org. Scholars and Champions.org. You, you can order you, the book right now. You can go order the book right now. Personalized we'll signed soon. copy. Um, Ooh, you, you will? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, whatever, whatever you put on that you prompter, can put, we will you write. Can, you can <laughs> put, there's a box on there to, we'll write anything, people. And we have gotten some wild inscription requests like from people. Yeah. Most of it, I inside jokes, you know, stuff from friends or whatever. Some of it, I don't feel like. Some of it is quite profane. I don't know if we're. I I forget what your what your levels at on the show. You can't say the f word, but you can say like bitch. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You have to give us the George Carlin routine. Everything, everything you can say. (laughs) Um, But but it's been crazy for us. Like we we weren't expecting it either. All of the we get email notifications when people order it, and we'll just be like, "Who's buying this book in Canada? Like this is great. You know what I mean? It's but it's just like we we've done a pretty decent job, I think, of promoting it on social media and like I, there's a lot of poly alums out there there's, they graduate a thousand people every year for the last hundred years and so they like spread across the country and hopefully they all buy the book yeah and there's there's so much pride too so when people do leave they still keep that with them and so yeah we've been blown away by how many different people that that we don't know you know a lot of these people in these different states it's not really our family members in some cases yes but a lot of times it's just strangers some that random person are a poly alum that just got relocated and it's it's been pretty awesome so we're hoping to kind of bring the community together a little bit and that that was the idea behind the map to show people like hey there's poly people everywhere so you know get join this community, all the good basically states. we have not sold to either of the dakotas yeah or like wyoming or whatever uh, that's well, sad you also, can't even hit the dakotas yeah. they flew right over we uh <laughs> we sent a lot of subscriptions to the dakotas for our magazine <laughs> True. So. Uh, i don't doubt it nothing for indiana either that's pretty sad they're probably pissed because their sports aren't as sick yeah if i had to guess it's because yeah. polly doesn't graduate jump shooters though that's, <laughs> that's true <laughs> little run and gun not offense. traditionally yeah, not, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh do you think there's a poly person like a poly alum in every state oh yeah i'm sure i'm sure in, in yeah. america yeah i, I mean, would say I, that's likely yeah uh, yeah because even I, little roadie yeah well i think yeah, yeah we saw we saw I, I know there was in rhode island because char's brother was living there for quite some time uh but yeah i i mean it's just it's just a numbers thing you know what i mean again like just in the 35 years i've been alive they've graduated thirty-five thousand people so like that's just a lot of people they're going to end up everywhere i'm sure there's someone in north dakota like shacking up with a <laughs> cow or something you know what i mean they just don't have twitter yes yes they they don't have social media but they're there we just gotta find them we just gotta find them internet there's only like one starbucks there probably they gotta find the internet are you guys going to national book tour that'd be a good idea yeah Yeah, we're starting here and then we're gonna go over and do me and jj's podcast and then that'll be the end of the national book tour (laughs) we should have been on the road for this one day oh that would have been nice just like a uh, chili's in like a different state it would have been nice Uh, yeah what was it like having billy jean king write the foreword for this book amazing <laughs> like, yeah, in a word it yeah was sick well, um 
we uh, when we were all at the PT, I I made contact with her because we did a, I did a couple features about her, and so we had a contact with her and just kind of like. I don't know. I mean, just sort of to see, we like sent a request like, Hey, would you, you know, would this be something you're willing to do? And she, it was like within 24 hours. Was like, yes, absolutely. And so I, I That's just like, it was almost a bigger deal to me than the book itself. <laughs> right. In some it's ways. Just, yeah. It's like, if you go on Amazon, there's like, which don't go on Amazon, go to scholarsandchampions.org. But like, there's my name and then there's Tyler's name and then there's Billie Jean King's name and they're all hyperlinks. So like yeah. now when you search my name anywhere, it's like, oh, he's affiliated with Billie Jean King That's in some so way. Tight. It's crazy. I got yeah, no business. It, yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was, in all honesty, it was super emotional. I just was like, what the f- bleep like what the bitch you know like, <laughs> i mean i just cause... i couldn't believe it I, I was just like i was so shocked that she would say yes to that and then the, the forward's really awesome too i mean it was yeah it was, it was pretty cool well and billy jean king i mean just talk about someone that that has been successful and inspirational in so many different areas you know sports civil rights equality i mean just libraries. she's done it all i mean what a library is now coming yeah. soon um, a huge reader. Oh, that book's going to be all over that library. I yeah. sure hope so. It's big. Mm. Yeah. Big um, for you. People are saying she only wrote the Ford because she had to write something to be in the library. Yeah. yeah. Mm. True. I'm willing to yeah. be that. <laughs> totally. You know, true. I'll be your Huckleberry. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if you that was actually, outlet, and I had to, I had to go to a lot of those city council meetings because Shar was like speaking on behalf of the Century Club or whatever. And every time people would just come up and be like, she hasn't even written the forward to any local history books. Like, which does That's, she belong yeah, here? And I would just each time say, objection, <laughs> your honor. Yeah. <laughs> Erroneous. Yeah. <laughs> and and in some ways it kind of put the pressure on, right? Because we, I mean, we knew that <laughs> yeah, if we're going to put Billie Jean King's name on the cover of this book, which it is, I mean, we better bring it. Yeah, you know what seriously. I mean? So we would back up her forward with something pretty good. And obviously it was, it was great talking to her and her forward was great. And, um, you know, we're excited for everybody to read it, it. It did lead to some negotiations with the publisher. We were like, could you put Billie Jean King's name in font that's three times bigger than our names? And they were like, no, but we'll do like even. And we're like, okay, all right, we can settle for that. Wait, yeah. they wanted to put hers. We want wanted them to oh you guys wanted to oh, you yeah. ever seen a stephen king novel i was like as king yeah, all the way yeah, across yeah, that's yeah. kind of what we were yeah, picturing yeah. <laughs> it's a billy jean king no book that mike and tyler wrote you know like whatever it's fine it sells itself how often is she in long beach because i see her on twitter all the time like posting in front of yeah Poly high school they're be- she and her partner are back a lot more in socal since they got the the stake in the dodgers and so like oh, yeah. and now that they're in socal they they they're through here a lot more, but they actually, it, it was kind of funny. The first time I interviewed her, she was asking, she was asking about the neighborhood. Basically. Yeah. She was like, she was like, so where, like, where's she's like, where are my people? Like right. where, if we were to buy a house in Long Beach, where would it be? And so I was like, well, start at Broadway and Cherry and you just kind of like head down the street, and, yeah. you know, check it out. Um, so I don't think they did end up doing that, but I know that they're back in Long Beach a lot more. And then after they do the library opening, my understanding is that's kind of going to be like phase one of being a lot more involved charitably in the city, which will be awesome. Mm-hmm. Where, Where does she live? Um, they live everywhere, dude. Like they like they have a place when when they go to Wimbledon, they have their place that's out there. They yeah, they have sick. I'm pretty sure they have like a penthouse overlooking Central Park, yeah. um, and then they have a place somewhere in L.A. Uh, for when they're back here doing Dodger stuff. Yeah. I mean, I have a Wimbledon house, but New York would be sick. Right. Yeah. yeah. So. We got to work on the that's US the next open house. You got to you got to beef it up. Open house, yeah. right? uh, not talking about the book, but just want to say, as a skinny guy myself, you guys are both looking good. <laughs> hey, thanks, bud. Oh, See, wow. I notice it now. You're looking tremendous. <laughs> well, no, Mike, you've lost some weight. Am I wrong? I've lost a little bit of weight. Yeah, I don't think I don't I don't think I've done the as dramatic a transformation as you. You're looking, but yeah, you're looking you weren't really as nice. dramatically big as I was. 
Uh, I got, I, I told Paul this story because anytime someone comes to work for us, I warn them. Me and JJ's first year writing sports together, I gained like 35 pounds. I, nice. yeah. A freshman from, 35. Yeah. <laughs> it's tough. But it's it just, tough. it's a, it's a horrible job to have for living healthily because you just like, you finish work at midnight or 1am and you're like, cool. The only places that are open serve bacon cheeseburgers. Right. <laughs> Exclusively. So. Which is good. So like, I just got to snack while you write too. Yeah. I guess, you guys, you guys snack I have while you write? to, I do. I'm. I guess the only it's thing that saves my weight is seeds. I mean, I feel like seeds don't add on that much. Right, seeds is a great call. Yeah. Mike's more of a seeds guy, as yeah. in candy. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's snacking on that, but I, especially yeah. with Halloween coming up, you better keep running, Mike. I know. Ooh, you know. Oh, but I put down know. a whole bag of Tostitos yesterday while I was writing a feature. Oh, every, just like without every single article I've ever written, I put down a bag of Tostitos. So you, <laughs> that's not that's, even. That doesn't even count. Yeah, it's not even difficult. Candy yeah. corn season is going to be scary. I go to yeah. enough baseball games. I need the seeds in my because that just keeps you busy and it yeah. keeps you like not hungry because you've always got you know. Have you tried the Taco something. Bell flavors? Taco Bell. Flavors? I, I haven't been there. Okay, but they're they're good. Yeah, they're legit. Good. I, I would give it a shot. Just give it a shot. You know, okay. see what you like. Just try it out. Yeah, why yeah. not? Why I'm not? a David guy, but okay. but yeah, I'll, I'll I'll branch out. I would take Paul Slater's advice on seeds. Though. Yeah, I'm a yeah, I, I eat a lot of seeds. It's a connoisseur. I've, I've eaten a lot of seeds. As a one sport athlete at Milliken, he got to really focus in playing right. baseball year round right. on um, what right. is the best seed. He maybe, had so much yeah, time. Yeah, maybe you're not good at seeds. Maybe you don't know seeds. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I did spend less time on the baseball field probably than anybody, any baseball player in hmm. California that year because I played three <laughs> sports instead of. Oh, it was three. Oh, I thought it was just, it was just baseball. Yeah, sorry, sorry baseball. about that. Was but, it like a cross country track? baseball so it's really just two or uh you know what i i told my my coaches can i play tennis but it also was <laughs> in during the baseball season so they didn't let me that's incredible which would have been terrible so you, epic. You i would have loved gone. to have seen you trying to compete in something in track and field i have no idea what your event would have been but it would have been that steeplechase 100 <laughs> percent. i don't know there's there's no chance of anything <laughs> I could probably be the third leg of like maybe the 100 and get beat by a bunch and let the fourth guy kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. come through. You yeah. could be the setup man for a really good anchor, yeah. like if Michael Norman was on your right. team or right. something. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You can't come back if you're not behind. Exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. You, they should have called you PS3 if you're a P, if you're a three sport athlete. That, that would have been a tremendous nickname for that's, you. That's you know what the funny part about that is they did. Really? Yeah. There you go. Oh, I thought. You were saying that because you knew that that's what his nickname was. No. Oh, oh. no. I'm just. I'm Wait, just that's you, just, that's just how. That's just how. Good Everyone I'm. calls him VS. <laughs> Not me. There you go. Not me. I've never heard that. Oh, welcome to that's the show. That's great. Yeah. Welcome to the show <laughs> on PS3. Well, four did, now. But yeah. Did you guys have in your book? Were there like any one or two athletes that were better than Paul Slater or no? Um, come to mind is close. Think. Yeah, I mean, it was like mostly you had guys like Willie McGinnis who were you know state player of the year in basketball and football, but it was just those two sports. Yeah, right. true. And you know top I mean? five pick in the NFL draft, but just true. one draft. Just yeah. one so, draft. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the aforementioned Billie Jean King, obviously. Yeah, she was okay. Goes saying. Oh, three house athlete, three right. city, <laughs> exactly, three city homeowner. Wow, <laughs> she did win multiple majors though. So that's what I'm trying to be a three city homeowner. Yeah, so that's true. That's like Long Beach and Lakewood and like Seal Beach. Yeah, it'd be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> you could do it. When you guys started the book, like what was that like when you were put finally putting pen to paper? Like, did it? Did you struggle? Like I picture you guys having the whole because this is like a big book. Polly's a big school. Everybody knows Long Beach Poly High School, obviously. I, I imagine like a, a SpongeBob writing the word "duh" type deal. You know that episode? <laughs> right. Or that meme? Like I I. That's what I think it, about. It was really, uh, it was really overwhelming. It, we worked on it for about four years, and I would say that we didn't even start writing it until two and a half years in, three years in. Like yeah, we, that we spent better. a ton of time 
going through old yearbooks, going through old newspapers, um, and just and interviewing a ton of people. Like we interviewed 50, 75 people, something like that. And so it was just all this prep work. And then we finally got to a point where it really was overwhelming because we we're like, oh, we have to take all this stuff and turn it into a book now, which was like it easily could have been two or three times as long as it was, um, which it, I'm glad it's not. I think it's better that it's it's the length that it is. But yeah, I mean, it, it's, it, it was super overwhelming. Like if and if you think about it, other than the press telegram, like Polly's student newspaper and yearbook are the two oldest publications in the city. So like you're going all the way back to the 1890s and the, <laughs> the early Jeez. 1900s, and you're like, you know, this was I'm I'm laughing as the NFL is doing their uh, year 100 celebration right now. It's like this 25 years after <laughs> right. after Polly was founded, 15 right. years after they started playing football. So it's yeah, it's, it, it was a ton of stuff to. Uh, to go through, but it was rewarding. I enjoyed the research probably more than I enjoyed the writing of it. I don't know about you. Right. No, I think that's true because you kept uncovering all these gems and this interesting information. And then so then the next step was, oh, I can't wait to then include this and write it. But once you went and actually wrote it down, it was like, oh, yeah, I remember this. All right. But you that initial surprise was the was the cool part, the, the finding the interesting stuff, because it was almost like National Treasure, right? You're just going through these old documents and trying what to find mean? interesting tidbits. I think yeah. The, going back to your point, the thing that really helped us get started was once we figured out the format, because we wanted to do a chronological storytelling of the of Polly's history, but we also wanted to include all these interesting facts and talk, explore the alumni, the sports programs and athletes and all that kind of stuff. So once we kind of figure out how we wanted to lay it out, that's when we could actually kind of get started. Like, okay, let's tackle this part and, and do that. And so that's when we were able to kind of get put pen to paper and get going. Was it chron- is it chronic chronological? So the first half of the book is just like a like a history of the school chronologically, just like a history textbook, like starting at groundbreaking in 1895, two years before the city actually became a city, and then up through today ish. And then the second half of it is sort of specialized. So Tyler did a chapter I really like about um, the different WPA like art projects and like murals and stuff on campus. There's obviously a chapter on all the sports history and, you know, the academic stuff, the music history. Um, so that's that's how we broke it up. So if someone's like, hey, you know, I played sports at Poly. I want to see some of the other athletes like there's a chapter that's just that. But for the people that actually want to read the history of the school, which is kind of just a history of Long Beach, to be honest, that's told in the front half of the book. How yeah. many pages? Well, it's like a little over 200. 200. Yeah, oh, including like wheelhouse. No, it's uh, yeah, it's. I want to say it's closer to 250. I thought it was like 235 or something. Well, you've got some index in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. You don't have to read the index, Paul. Did, skip the index. Did, we talked about it last. Did, do we have pictures? I forget. There's a lot of pictures. Yeah. There's over 100 pictures oh, in the book. Oh, yeah. that's like half the book. <laughs> it's a big deal. Every book is two pages if you just read the first one. <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> and, that. and actually, one of the cool features that, that at the end of the book that the publisher threw in there was there's a couple pages, almost yearbook style, that are just for people to write in their own memories. Oh, nice. uh, so it's just Jack rabbit memories pages yeah. so if you wanted to play like tic-tac-toe or something back there True. yeah like that would be an activity that could help you get through the book so that would be kind of nice okay that's cool. that'd be kind of i nice. could write my so, jackrabbit memories <laughs> yeah Beating Polly in 2009 i don't know if you guys heard about that that was the last there. time what was your stat line in that game, game? yeah yeah wait really can be two Polly? wins of the coin toss <laughs> <laughs> big deal you did win you did win both the coin toss yeah one undefeated that year in the coin toss <laughs> no uh, way did you, did you just go tails across the board no heads 
Whoa. It's a little little mind game for you. When you least expect yeah, it. Yeah, a little mind wow. game for you. They're I, thinking tails, and I hit them with a heads right I, away. Uh -huh. I'm so proud that you were able to overcome me making fun of you breaking your shoulder against Gar. Gar, yeah. Yeah, yes. Uh, like, probably, since you pointed that out, the line I've most regretted of anything we've ever said in a highlight video. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, it might have ruined my life, but we're buddies now, and I forgive you. <laughs> You couldn't have known, Mike. You couldn't uh, have known. Yeah, for sure. Tyler, I just want to go back a little bit in the interview and compliment you on just slyly comparing your life to National Treasure and then moving on with it. Yes. I want to start doing that. Sure. Do you, do, do you get that in there a lot where he's like, yeah, it's basically like uh, gone 60 seconds and then you just keep talking and then people like slowly compare you to movies? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I do that. I'll just I'll just, just plant the seed. Yeah. And then you kind of wow. go back to it and you have to cultivate it. But yeah, now you're thinking like, oh man, this guy lives a... A life of entry. Yeah, you know what I mean. Do you mind yeah. if I steal that? Yeah. I want to steal that. From no, you can do the bit. You can okay. do the bit. I right. right right when you said national treasure, I immediately was like, oh, this guy's credible. And that was for <laughs> uh, it yeah. works. It works. And, and our, our, our listeners are like, too. oh my god, who is this guy? That was for Shar too. Big Natty Treasure fan. <laughs> national Treasure, Shar's favorite movie. Really? Yes. We we actually Huge. we've watched National Treasure every Fourth of July since it came out, I believe, including wow. you know Vincent was born on the Fourth of July. We actually watched it in the hospital at Memorial after. She had given birth. That's phenomenal. Yes. No wonder I love Char so much. When they never came out with National Treasure 3, I think I'm still, like, I'm missing a piece of myself because they said they were going to do it and they haven't. Yes, right. But I think they, I think it's coming. It's, I have heard rumblings. I do keep my ear to the National Treasure rumor uh, <laughs> wire. Subreddit. And I believe okay. that, I believe that Long Beach, East Long Beach native uh, Nick Cage needs another castle. So I think we're going to get National Treasure 3. I love it. Bruck, what is Bruckheimer doing that's more important than Natty Treasure 3? CSI I just have, have you no guys idea. heard the Nick Cage uh, Halloween story in Long Beach? Let's hear it. No. So he grew up on Hackett Street, which was two streets over from where I grew up on Ladoga. And the story, which we heard from our neighbors, which then ended up in the press telegram, I think Grobady wrote it, was that he one year dressed up as a vampire and when he was like seven or eight or something, and he actually was biting people. Really? <laughs> he, yeah. He was like one of those kids. <laughs> what? He was one of those kids. Okay. Yeah. So does that not like that meshes so perfectly with who you think of him as? But yeah, yes. I'm not surprised. When he was a Long Beach dude before yes. he moved up to Beverly Hills or whatever, uh, yeah, he was just like running around with fake teeth on, actually biting everyone's arms and stuff. Yeah, teething Las Vegas. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that makes sense. What was the toughest part of the book of like writing the book? Did you guys hit a rough patch and be like? Dude, I don't know if we can do this. Or was it just like, oh, yeah. we got to battle through? Yeah. yeah. But that was before the actual writing part started. I oh, think. really? Yeah. It was just a, it's a lot of time. We, we of moved research, the, 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 our editor was pretty fed up with us by the way. We moved the sure. deadline back like four or five times. Right. Well, this there was supposed some to notable... be one, we signed a one year book deal and it took us four years to write the book. <laughs> what? Yes. Well, did you tell them that I, you're doing other stuff? Yeah. They but, understood. I think I they mean, hit the uh, 2009 football season and they were just like, yeah. Where do we go? From how here? do we like, how do we form this to make Polly not look like a horrible school? How long? That must be like a six month. Yeah, like, oh to, my God. We gosh. need to let the heat like, die wow, down. This, this school doesn't even deserve <laughs> a book anymore. Right. The market wasn't ready for it. Yeah. Right. Do you guys still have that office at Polly? Or is, is that a secret? <laughs> no, closet? we were no, yeah, we had a closet we worked out of. It was ba it was basically a storage closet. They put yeah. a desk in for us. No, we were the, we were in there for a couple of years, and then um, and then they needed to store things in it. I think so. Oh, they we got you out? yeah, we got Sad. bumped out. School's but, really going downhill. Yeah, <laughs> we were growing. We were we fortunately wrapped like placed by brooms. Yeah. <laughs> Should be your tag no, you know they're keeping in there. They're keeping like the master schedule for um, 
you know, because like some counselors got to put together the master schedule for all the teachers and everything, mm. and they were keeping that in there. And so like, she, but she told us when we went in there, she was like, if you were to bump this board or move something, everything would fall apart. Like I, because they were putting was, the schedule together for the next year. Was it with like like thumbtacks? Like, uh, no, it was like fridge magnets type things. Yes, it was. Like, yeah, yeah, it was like, was like really? magnets. Yes, because yeah. think about it. Looked it. Like a great like, fantasy football there's, draft. There's, 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 there's four thousand like. students. There's however many hundred teachers, and they've got to figure it out so that like kids can take all the classes, right? Like yeah. that. It's not like oh, music is only offered at the same time as you know calculus or whatever. So like, yeah, it was this huge intricate thing, and every day we would go in there and just be like, we should just go up and just like. Three Stooges style. Oh just like, my god! Da, 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 da. I got invited into just, that. Just place, to, uh, to did brag. you did yeah. you go in there? Not to brag. Nice. So I'm bit, like I said, book editor. Yeah, that's uh, a groupie. Yeah, we yeah. should. We really local should. Historian. We should. We yeah. Local, yeah, we really should have given Paul a co-authorship. Yeah, something book. like that. Yeah, I helped with research a little bit. What about afterward? Maybe he can still write the after. The we afterward. do have, and we do just have like an afterward to the back of the book. already actually, so it would have to be a second <laughs> a after, postscript afterward. afterward. Who, right? Who writes the afterward? <laughs> we did. What? Oh, you did. Yeah. What's you know what? This is some BS actually. What <laughs> you the book doesn't like matter anymore. You have to do a pre book and a post book. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. messed up. For people like me who have a hard time reading. <laughs> You're like, I finished the book. Why do I have to read more books? Yeah. Are you a guy who doesn't like to have bread at the table when you sit down at a nice restaurant? That's a good point. It's like, yeah, you, don't like it's like ice you don't like a post-dinner mint yeah. when you get the check. You should have Paul write like the, If you just apply it to life, I mean, it's nice to have those little touches. Good the point. forward, afterward, and just have Paul write the mid-book on like the, like, <laughs> wow, this is good so far. Just on the middle <laughs> Hang page. with us. It gets better. <laughs> <laughs> Loving it point. so far. Right. With just a thumbs up. That would have been a good idea. That's good. Now that I think of it, there's no pictures in the afterward either. So yeah, but yeah, Paul, we're gonna, I'm gonna get an angry phone call when this book gets to the 908 office. Do you guys have a photo of like an author photo? Yes. yes. Is it together? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Nice. We, we, we did tandem. We figured it made sense. Where uh, you want a bike? Did you take it. We took it at Polly. Where yeah. at the on campus? In front of the there's like entrance. a there's like a weird tile in the front entrance where it's like different shades of green or whatever. Yeah. And it does. We haven't used it a million times for sports photos, so we figured we'd just use that as a backdrop. When did they start giving high fives on Fridays? Is that always? Can I just say I, I am not a fan of that? Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> what that is this? What, is, what are we talking hit. about? Is it, so I believe it started at, at Wilson, I, I believe. Oh, that makes sense. They're oh. soft. Sounds like it's a Wilson idea. thing, isn't it? Yeah, I, I don't know. There's like oh, all you the, mean Friday have five day? All the, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I started that. It's <laughs> <laughs> like all the teachers line up outside and they give uh, the kids high, high fives school? as they're walking on campus in high school. And like. You know, there's this whole, like, the district, like, positivity train on Twitter or whatever. And so everyone's all like, oh, it's so great. And every time I see it, I just think of, like, man, I would have been so annoyed by that. Because oh, it was sick. just, right. it's like 730 in the morning. Biologically, I'm not supposed to be awake. I'm like, let me just go in there and fall asleep on a bench until right. class starts. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I'm late. I'm definitely horrible. late. Yeah, I'm not even yeah. there yet. Actually, I missed the high five line. And <laughs> high school is, like, the worst time. What I do like is that, was that one elementary school video where, like, the teacher gives you, like, a handshake or a hug or a high five she has the customized ones yeah, yeah. See, it like, works I want for that elementary right now, school well, or it also worked now yes like if I woke up and someone gave me one like whatever I was feeling that day when I came to the office but it doesn't work in high school where no. you're like high we're making the all these time. 17 year olds get up at 6.30 in the morning so that they can look presentable so they don't get made fun of all day and it's just yeah it doesn't make any sense who's the who's the principal or co-principals at Polly? it's Bill Salas right now It's uh, yeah so the district I believe at all of the high schools now went back to one principal okay. which is the, it's the first time and I think like 30 years that Polly has not had two principals. It's, so it's sad that Bill Salas doesn't care about the students as much as Tom Herman cares about his 
his players when he gives them kisses before. <laughs> it's, it's honestly kind of sad. Is that your charge now? Yeah. Like, you don't kiss every student. Yeah. Then you're, you're selling them yeah. short. You don't care about that. You should well, take you, that to the school geez. board, Paul. Yeah, you might actually just need to go to Milliken's and start kissing everybody. <laughs> You really need to get that approved. First. Not recommended. Not recommended. I think that's I one, of the, Stein, it's one of those things where you just do it and then ask for forgiveness, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll yeah. never yeah. get through the board. Yeah, right. Just, you know, you're looking out for everybody. That's it. <laughs> that's basically it. No, what I'm not. Can I just talk about Twitter one more time? I don't like this, how they always say S's instead of students. I've had first this. It took me like a year to get to understand what the hell they were talking about. It's just here, like with social media, you're trying to just sound as like natural as possible, right? And so then throwing in S's and T's for students and teachers, I totally agree with you. It's like it, it makes you work. sound like a robot. You it know makes what I mean? them sound like they're trying to be cool, but they like like RN works for right now because it just it just does work. It's yes. not like formulated in some committee boardroom. Right. In the LBOSD thing, and where it has like, to happen organically, mm-hmm. has yeah. to happen organically. Right, You're I right. totally agree. Anytime you just start throwing an S randomly somewhere, it doesn't work. Yeah, Shar Sh- <laughs> Sh- 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 gets annoyed me because of the amount of time I spend trashing proud to be LBOSD Twitter at home. We'll just yeah. be having dinner. I'll be like, look at this stupid tweet. It's so <laughs> stupid. Although I do like that hashtag. <laughs> the hashtag is great. I, I toss it. I like that. Proud cool. to be LBOSD. And I, and but... I, I, I like it. I like it on the whole too. I mean, it's great that they're like you know promoting positivity and stuff like that. But it is definitely sometimes I see it I'm like nerds. You on know? the whole, it feels good. <laughs> uh, can we talk about poly football real quick, Mike? Yes. Uh, when 2012. 2008? No. <laughs> Are you want to talk about this year's team? This I want to talk. This is my question. Okay. So will you let me ask, ask the question first? Oh, jeez. Sorry. Tried to head him off at the sorry, pass. Sorry, 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 sorry. I did try to head we'll him cut, off. We'll cut that out. Uh, <laughs> I'm very uncomfortable right now. Uh, when do you think the next time Poly High School will win a CIF football championship again? Uh, I mean, it could be this year or next year if they in, if they're in Division Two. You think? Yeah. I mean, I don't think they're going to. You, like, are you saying do I think they'll be in Division Two? No, uh, well, you think they'll win a Division Two championship? No, but I think it's possible. Like, okay. they, like I don't think that they will this year. Their their ninth and tenth grade classes are super, super good. Okay, they're really, really good. Um, they're going through. They basically have to get through the next two years with junior and senior classes that are like the thinnest two classes I've probably ever seen. Yes, in fifteen years. Um, but the ninth and tenth grade classes, you're like, you go to, you go check those kids out, and you're like, oh, this is back to. I can like the best class I've had since Laura was there. Like, oh, I okay. can see ten or fifteen D one kids in each of these classes okay. just like looking at them. Um, so I, I it say they do like what like Wilson Water Polo is going to do this year. Wilson Water Polo lost a bunch of games in Division One, so they fell down. They're in Division Three this year, but now all of a sudden they've got like a couple All American kids in again. The the pipeline's back open, so they're number one in Division Three right now, right. and they're probably just going to like smoke that, like just cruise to a CIF championship. Yeah. So I can see something similar happening with Polly at the like Division Two level. Division One, it's just we're just everyone's waiting for the like pendulum to swing back away from kids thinking it's cool to go to private schools because it's not. Yeah. It was not when we were all yeah. in high school, right? Definitely not. You right. would have gotten made fun of for being one of the kids that like went to one of those schools. 100%. Or right. But like you were talking about with your way. brother sending his imaginary kids to <laughs> private school, <laughs> yeah. your brother would like no one would have done that twenty years ago. Your right. imaginary kids went to public school, like right. regular kids, and now right. suddenly it's like cool to go to these bigger schools and team up or whatever. And I don't know. Well, I don't win a D one championship. You basically have to be the national champion. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Southern California. It's I mean, it's right. been Bosco Modern Day three years in a row. Like it'll be four years in a row this year like there's no there's no suspense or drama right. around that you know what i mean and I, I don't know but you do see it shifting away the um the polynesian community in particular 
way more prevalent at Jordan and Milliken and Polly this year in the freshman and sophomore classes than they'd been since Bosco kind of blew up, you know? So I mean, I think it's starting to come away from that a little bit, but um, which is why you see more out of state transfers and stuff at Bosco and modern day than, than you did previously. For the record, I'm sending my uh, imaginary kids to homeschool because I don't want Paul to kiss them. <laughs> that's I just want to go on the record saying that. That's I would be homeschooling my imaginary kids. We might be living together at that point. Maybe. So, <laughs> be a little... Boarding, and they're now at boarding school. Yeah. <laughs> do you think, real real quick, do you think CIF will drop Paul to Division Two? Because yeah, the last couple of years, I be, thought they'd do it. They'll be in Division Two this year. 100%? Yes. Uh, but the way that they did it this year is it's a combined Division One slash 2. So there's 24 teams. The top eight at the end of the season, they're going to put in Division One. The bottom 16 will be in Division Two. And, like, Hollywood, I, I guess if they beat Sarah and Corona Centennial and they win out, they could end up in Division One. But I would be shocked if they beat Corona Centennial. Um, so, yeah, I think they're, they're, they're not in the top 10 right now. So them getting into – Number eight, I did just I don't really see how that would happen. They're not going to like beat Cabrillo so bad that CIF goes, oh, you're a Division One school. You know what I mean? Right, like right. they've, yeah, that's that's my take. I, I don't think there's any way they're not in Division Two. You got to say you got to save room for all all of the Trinity League teams anyway. So right. after you get to that point, then you yeah. have the other league champions, and then you're Division One. Corona Centennial, yeah, the Trinity League mission. That's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, everyone else D two. Tyler, what's Eric Valenzuela like? Our best friend. Your best friends with EV already? Oh yeah. Well, we want to be. They're well, Matt, they're a Matt pro Matt. Stephen Barbie and Eric Valenzuela podcast. Oh, huge, yes. huge, huge Valenzuela. <laughs> well, I love to hear that. First of all, he's great. I, I've loved. I haven't gotten to spend too much time with him because, as we've seen, he, him and his whole staff, they're super busy out. They're out recruiting, and they're obviously he's got to like get settled here in Long Beach now. Right. But all our, the interactions I've had day. with him mm-hmm. are have been great. And, you know, you really learn about, like, the coaches and stuff when you travel with them. You know, when you travel with the teams mm-hmm. and kind of get to know, you know, what they're like, you know, on the road and then kind of away from baseball. Um, but, yeah, so far so good from for him and his whole staff. I mean, they've been great to to work with. I'm, I'm excited to see how the team does this year. But, yeah, I mean, two thumbs up for me. And so fired a strike on the first pitch at the angel game yeah. right down the middle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He still, he, he, he warmed up. I yeah. guarantee you he warmed up before. He went oh, you have to, 100%. Oh, you, what do you, you, you'd be crazy not to, but I'm saying like I, he was probably, he probably took a bullpen before he went out there. Well, I mean, he knows, I mean, that's image wise. Like you need to throw a strike there. If you're a baseball coach, you know, a former player, like you've got to, you've got to capture that moment. Right. You know, you can't oh, let it so slip. Good, so good on social media too. All the kids are like, "Wow, my coach is pretty sick," or "My future coach could be pretty <laughs> yeah. sick." You know, what right? I mean? exactly. I've been mean that jacked up since George Bush's first pitch, That's September twentieth. <laughs> goosebumps, the goosebumps. I was, for sure. I was thinking, like, damn, if something was going bad in Long Beach, that pitch just saved it. Okay. Well, now we know who our guy is. Right. Sure. Yeah. If Long Beach is down. Let's just have him throw out a first pitch, right? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Right. And maybe, maybe Dodger game next year. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe we can make that happen. You think he'll nice. throw the first pitch at the first dirtbag game? Because that would be pretty epic. <laughs> <laughs> that that's be a, a great idea. Do a good season, man. I don't know. That's <laughs> that doesn't reek of the most humility. Where it's like, hey, it's, my, it's my first game, guys. Let me take the first one. Let me no, take the first. That's exactly game. what we need. That's a tone because setter. Because right that would be that would be the most anti Troy Buckley thing of all time. So that's what we need to get get him out there doing. Tyler, have you clocked his uh, Valenzuela's time from dugout to mount? Uh, we haven't seen it yet. Okay. We haven't seen it yet, but, but it's got to uh, be an improvement. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, you couldn't go slower, <laughs> yeah. Mike. Yeah. yeah, yeah, couldn't go slower. Buck was a trotter out there, but he he had to formulate his thoughts. You know what I mean? He yeah. used it as an opportunity, and it was for his pitcher. You know, all about control and tempo. Very true. All about control and tempo. Tough part about managing is 
when you're at a three-hour baseball game, you don't have time to form your thoughts. Right. So, so you need true. To, yeah. You know, when you're three hours there, generous. Wasn't enough. <laughs> you're just. Oh, they only played seven that day. <laughs> you're, just day you're just daydreaming. Then you walk out to the mound. Then you form your thoughts. See, now I get it. All right, guys. Thanks for uh, joining the show. You got any questions for us before we before we go? Absolutely. How many copies of the book you want to buy? I want to buy. <laughs> That's a good question, can, right? That's a good counter. Yeah. How many brothers and sisters I, I have do a, I have? I have a question. I have okay, two questions. Okay. Number one, why are there so many Slaters at Los Alamitos High School right now? Those are Allens. Ooh. They're not Slaters. They're Allens. Okay. And Because I don't like hearing that you got nieces and nephews at Los Alamitos High School. Their mother me. went yeah. to Los Al. Okay. And so that's why they're at Los Al. So and probably, then she won the conversation. I think she won the okay. conversation. <laughs> so I think that's why they're there. But okay. uh, as, of, as of Friday night, yeah, I'm a little bit nervous about that Los Al team because they're not very good. <laughs> a little bit nervous. They're yes, not very to, good. To say I'm not going to say anything, but yeah, I would just say I've never seen a Los Al game where the quarterback was one of eight for 19 yards and an interception at halftime. Well, you <laughs> that he was, was a new experience. Worse. He couldn't have played worse. It was rough. Uh, my second question is: uh, Do you have blood relatives that you like less than you like my son Vincent? You have to. That's a good question do i have blood relatives that i like less yes, yes. okay that's what definitely I yeah actually that's not even i don't even know i thought about that 100 percent. i think all of them <laughs> Vinny, yeah i was like Vinny might be top three <laughs> literally all of them vincent's great yeah he's yeah. unbelievable vincent here's the things vincent remembers about paul he remembers that he went to millican and that he likes rainbow sherbet ice cream 100 percent. and every time paul comes up in conversation in fact i told him i told him today because i was walking to school i said i gotta go do a radio show I was like, he was like, with JJ, I was like, no, 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 I'm going to go talk to Paul and John. And he was like, oh, uh, Paul from Milliken who likes rainbow sherbet? And I was like, yep, your Uncle Paul, buddy. That's right. (laughs) I love that. Uh, All right, you guys want to plug the book one more time? Scholarsandchampions.org? That's correct. Yeah, scholarsandchampions.org. That's where you can order it. We're doing free delivery in the city of Long Beach. Uh, If it's a gift or it's for you, you can put whatever you want on the inscription. Uh, And if you go get it the day you hear the podcast, a couple days after, hopefully, I mean, we'll get the book to you pretty quick. We're we're just going to be driving around handing out several hundred copies of the book. So. And if you want to come see us in person, meet us, get the book signed in person. We'll also be at the Poly Football Home Games. We should have a table set up. We'll also be at Back to School Night uh, October 2nd. Yeah, we're doing at, a book signing Poly. at Back to School Night, which is going to be different. Is the, yeah. is the public allowed to be at that? Yeah, yeah. which is what Open we campus. said, and apparently now that's the deal. Is like, and Wilson's doing the same thing. Like they're trying to get, a, they're trying to have that be like homecoming. They like want alumni to come back and like oh, really? see the campus and stuff. See, I've always wanted to go to Back to School Night since I graduated. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be fun. It could be. They have food and stuff now. It's like very different than when we were in high school. Because when they first said, "Why don't you come do a signing on Back to School Night?" We we're like, "Why the huh? hell would we go to Back to School Night?" <laughs> right. They're they like, "No, no, no. We try and get everyone to come back. There's food. There's like music or whatever. And then we're gonna do a signing at Gatsby Books uh, over here in East Long Beach uh, later in October. And uh, if you follow us on social media, we'll have the info about uh, about that when it's confirmed. Scholars Champions. Scholarsandchampions.org. Scholars Champs, I think, on Twitter. Yeah, Scholars Champs on, uh, yeah. on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook as well. Um, yeah, so reach out to us. Scholarsandchampionsbook at gmail.com if you have any questions. Yeah. There's a lot of ways to get in touch with us. Yeah, and so we want to get this book to as many poly people as possible, or even not poly people. We just think it's a – Interesting piece of Paul. local history. Yeah, Paul's not a poly guy. Yeah, you don't have to be a poly guy to enjoy this book. Well, but he has their number. That's true. Yeah, so very true. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, gentlemen. Wow, seven projects. Literally, the only thing that I remember from the interview was National Treasure. 
That was the only thing that I remember. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was one of the most unbelievable. Just just a little slip in. You know, you know what those guys are good at? He he roofied his own conversation with, with awesomeness. Right. Those guys are good at playing to the crowd. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then that that's exactly what happened. Like he knows that we are the type of guys that love Nick Cage movies. Right. And so he slipped that in there, forgot everything that happened, and I we we're just like, you know what? These guys are unreal. You know, it was they were it was almost like their interview and we just, you know, we're sort of like wedding crashers. We were in there and then we kept go, like doing our own thing and people like forget that I don't know, lots going on in the world and it's just like I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You did the same thing. What? Like Remember when Remember when we had that one guy, uh he was doing some sort of internship or whatever here. And, oh yeah. Mm. See. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Two of the greatest movies of all time, Wedding Crashers and Internship. Uh, yeah, d- the two greatest movies of all time. So, grab the book, Scars and Champions, out now. Pretty wild that their publisher's in South Carolina. Yeah. I wonder how that works. I wonder how they picked a publisher. We should have probably asked them that. Pick a publisher. We should start a, a pick a publisher day. Meet should we greet. be publishers? Well, I, I mean, you I are literally a publisher. That's what I mean. Wow, they didn't pick me, huh? That's what I'm saying. Should we like go out and publish, like, big time historical books? Yeah. Well, when I write my uh, historical book on Wilson, called <laughs> um, it's gonna be called Surfers and Skaters, a, a history of, a history of Long Beach. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, winter, uh, no winners and water polos. Mm-hmm. It's coming out. Probably gonna outsell uh, this whatever scars and champions. Yeah, and uh, sure. I'm be honest. I'm only writing it because I want to have a table at the back to school night. Do you think should, we should write a biography? Is that a story about ourselves? Or no, that's no, autobiography. Auto. We you want to write a biography about someone else? Then I write about you. We we could do each other's biographies. Yeah, that'd be fun. That would be fun. I'd write the shit out of your biography, dude. I could already write. You have like five things. No, I've done quite a bit. How many pages do you think my biography would be? <laughs> 150? Three. 300? No, just three pages. Three? The th- first one would say, I played football in high school. Second would be, I played basketball in high school. <laughs> and third one would be, I played baseball in high school. But then you could say, I played baseball in college, and then you could say, I play hockey now. So that's five pages. Well, your story's still writing itself, I guess, huh? True. True. Good point. It's right. sad that never in the future of history will Polly have been able to win that 2009 football game. Though. Yeah. Like, no matter what, like, people say you can change change your destiny, whatever, but, like. Not that. Not that. I, well, what did I say? And look now. They're not getting the players they used to. Ah. Ten. Hey. We've been blaming Bosco a lot. True. For taking all the players, but I don't know. They see that 2009 loss to Milliken all of a sudden. Not enough not enough blame goes to the Millican High School football team in 2009 for a huge reason why Pauly football is not as good as they used to be. Wow. Pauly might go to D2 because Paul Slater beat them. Mm. Well, 10 years ago to the to the day is coming up. So, oh, do you remember the day? What no, was it? No, I have no idea. We need to look it up. Yeah, we need to look it up. But I remember that cold autumn night. If Maybe it was an autumn. I forget. But it's coming up. Can Millican do it again? We, this poly team is not as good as 
as years past. Could be probably the worst one since that 2019. Wow. But that 2009 team, they, they had were, some players on it. They had some players. They weren't good, but they they had some players on it. Mm-hmm. They had a couple of D1 guys, a couple of NFLers. Kalen Clay, he was on. He was in the NFL. Yeah, couple uh, future college baseball prospects. Right. No oh. joke though. That Lasalle Poly game that I went to was the worst football game I've ever seen. I'm just going to say it out loud. Well, it sounded brutal. It was, dude, there was over like 250 penalties in the game. Like yards. To, to over 250 penalty yards in the game. You know what which I was, is hard to do. Oh, in high, oh, that's disgusting. Because it's 10 yards for like a hold. Yeah. That's crazy. I was going to say for this book, I know they covered sports and academics. What would be cool is if they covered like. You know how like people like there's been so many phases of like fashion of like back when there was like the baggy clothes or like back way when it started and everyone was wearing like the tight stuff and then all the way into like the Stephen Barbie era <laughs> of like uh, like ca- oversized khaki pants and sweaters like the history of fashion at Poly like wouldn't that be cool? I think they do cover the history of fashion like I, I'm assuming. Yeah, like Snoop Dogg was like all like baggy clothes, right? Reeboks and Addy Does, right? But ooh, that's good. That's good shit right there by you. Uh, but you know now it's more like it's more like Joseph A. Bank look going at Pauly right now. Umberto's. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Do you think? Do all, you think Barbie's in this book? Do they quote him? We're pro Barbie podcast though. By uh, the way, that's for damn sure. So he's one in one. Th- what I say, he was going to bring his boys back. Mm-hmm. Don't give mm-hmm. up on him quite yet. Big game before batting five hundred. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. Hold, he's a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer in my book. Yeah. He's Probably. basically the coach Yost of Long Beach football. If you, you think about it. Do you think all Poly shops for their uniforms at Umberto's now? Yes. They probably have a, <laughs> a, Poly, a Poly line over there. <laughs> Khakis and some some Poly green tops. Some, uh, what, what color is that? Forest green. Yeah. Probably got some forest green there. They have to go to uh, Friar Tux every morning to rent their uniform. <laughs> um, but, yeah, looking forward to the book big time. Going to make a great, I'll just say it, great Christmas gift. Good to, point. To the poly person in your life. Who's who's our poly person? Mike, should we give him it's his own book? Mike. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine, Mike. Hey, Mike, found this super cool book about poly. I feel like you're going to love it because you love poly. <laughs> Is it going to, you think it'll be at Borders? Or Borders isn't around uh, anymore. Probably not. Maybe Barnes, Barnes and, Nobles and Nobles would be more likely. Yeah. Uh, it could sick. get there. I could talk to some people. Is that something that's, like, doable? Yeah. Nice. Definitely. That would be epic. And when I say I could talk to people, I don't know anyone at Barnes & Noble's, but I'm good at just going up to people and talking to them. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. And businesses. Mm. You could market the shit out of this book. Mm-hmm. A little cost, Do though. we know it? Oh. I'm only wet the beak I might give bit. one give to Matt. I'm going to give one to Matt Corral. I'm going to ship one to him. Oh, good shit. Ooh, but I... See, can I ship it... Can I save some money and just ship from South Carolina? Because what if he's in Mississippi? He is in Mississippi. He actually is in Mississippi. That saved me a little money. Okay, we'll talk to Mike. We'll talk, we'll talk to We'll talk to Mike. Well, he wrote the book. I'm yeah. sure he can like figure it out. If Matt Corral doesn't have a chapter, I don't know what's going on. Oh, he is. Okay. He for sure does. Uh, he's going to have a chapter in this show, by the way. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's get to the rest of the show, okay? You ready? Yeah. I got a couple of segments here before we shut it down. I don't know if you've seen this. This is pretty wild. California law bans suspensions for talking back to teachers. Are you kidding me? Did you see that? No, I didn't. Unbelievable. See that. Which I'm kind of pissed though, 
like that they did this now and not back. Like if you did, if you talk back to your teachers back then, you're in so much trouble. You know what I mean? But now you just can. Like imagine some of the stuff we could say. I wonder what like the, like the, the limit is. Like I wonder how far you could go. Like, hey, yo, bitch. You know, I wonder <laughs> if you could say that. Right. Hey, little slut boy. Pro- What's d- number five? Dude, honestly, probably. Have you been in some of these classrooms? It is no. wild. I don't. I wouldn't. The fact that we can't punish kids makes these classrooms an absolute joke. I guess the reasoning is. Uh, well, maybe I don't have the quote here. They basically wanted their their. Uh, the, they want the students to be in school more, so they don't miss time in class or whatever. And honestly, if a student does get suspended and they talk back to their teacher, like. Being at home, probably not a good idea because they're probably not being taught very well by whoever their parent is mm. if you're talking back to a teacher like that. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. But do you know how easy it is for one person to disrupt a classroom? If someone's like Super easy. So that's what I'm saying. They, they got to get – I mean, if you want to just put them in OCS, that's Oh, fine. I know what you mean. But, like, you can't – if you can't suspend people, if you can't kick people out. Right. Bro, you, could have, you could have one bad egg on our 10-person – basketball team disrupt the entire team imagine trying to learn geometry with 30 people oh is this gonna affect oh we're we no not to brag but we coach a private school whatever oh yeah so it's not gonna affect us right we're gonna be we'll kick whoever we want out you might you could be doing the best thing ever we'll kick you out i don't care do we have expel power i think we do <clears throat> wow that's a good question we should start asking no we should should you know, we, we should should start doing it? let's start doing it <laughs> hey all bark no bite not in this house baby just walking in principal's office. Hey, this kid doesn't go here anymore. <laughs> I'm just sure. Want, just want to let you know. I'm sure Principal Hayes will listen to us. Clean out your cubby. If you think about it. So that's happening now, John. I... You don't get suspended if you talk back to the teacher. If you call a teacher a bitch, you ain't suspended. Dude, have you ever been in a classroom where the kids know that they can't get in trouble? It's a nightmare. Yes, I've been in. You've been in classes like that, like middle school. Like when there's bad kids everywhere? Yeah. And the teacher has no control over it? Teacher has no... Well, you can't... And there's nothing that they if, could do about if it. But you, there's nothing they could do about it, is what I'm saying. Yeah. If and you can't sucks. punish kids and they know that, it's like, uh, I'm anti. Being a teacher sucks, dude. Oh, it's brutal. It's a nightmare. I just... I don't know how they do it. They don't get enough credit. No, they don't. Teachers but don't get enough credit. You know what? We see you out there teaching. Yeah? You're grinding. You're grinding. The, hey, a couple of grinder finders here. Yeah, we see you out there. We see you out there just putting putting marker to whiteboard. You're listening to this early Thursday morning. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? Do your thing. Yeah, and guess what? Do your best. Sometimes it's not what you say; it's how you say it. Uh-huh. But uh huh. But sometimes the opposite applies. So go ahead and suspend that kid. Yeah, suspend him. Give him the business. You know what? You can tell them that that Uncle Paul and Uncle John. <laughs> We said, tell, uh, who's the governor now? Jerry Brown or the other no, guy? No, it's another guy. Gavin. Is it Gavin? Oh, yeah, some young fool. Gavin T- Newsom. Yeah, had a Wilco song in one of his commercials. Uh, hmm. I like that band. Oh, okay. Uh, that's how you know he's hip. Okay. Uh, just tell, just, just tell the kid. Oh, you know what? We should start off campus suspension. We should, ooh, ooh at the right yeah, end. baby, we got ourselves. <laughs> it's, it's already a cafeteria. Deal. It's a done deal. Yeah. Okay, we're running. We'll get Coach Knowles back. He, he's good at OCS. Well, too. we got to wait for – oh, I got another guy, Coach Diego. 
my football coach from okay. Milliken, we have those guys too. Running one black guy, one white guy. Oh yeah. So this is like perfect. That's easy. Easy money. Also, there's uh, Halloween costumes in there right now, so we got to oh, wait a while. Sh- but that perfect time, it gives us a month to uh, to, to plan it out. Plan it out. Well, yeah. yeah. But just just teachers, you can suspend your kids. Just send them over to us. This is nice. Uh, Paul might Paul might kiss them. <laughs> yeah. Well, bef- when they come in, just like <laughs> yeah. Oh, just. But well, they can choose. They can choose if they want a handshake, yeah. a hug, a <laughs> kiss, one of the a high da- five, clap or hug, just a nothing, or a clap can, hug, a little clap hug, or yeah. just uh, just head nod. Okay, I I'm love telling you, that's another great idea. I love what just we're start doing. doing that, like as a service to people. Yeah, like you could pay me a hundred dollars a day to show up at your house at any time and offer you those options. I love it. That'd be nice. I love it. Also. Uh, quick say it out loud. I saw this the other day uh, about a guy who got eight years in prison for a Ponzi scheme that he put together. Uh-huh. Just want to be careful because I don't know how many of these things that we're doing are Ponzi schemes. <laughs> so we just have to be careful is what I'm saying. Okay, well, That's it. All right. Well, ooh, and we have a rat in the listener group. I was That's just going to say that oh, I know shit. our uh, listeners won't tell on us, but we got okay. a rat. But it's not. I think Ponzi. I think it has to be a pyramid scheme, or is that different? Isn't it the same thing? That's what I thought. See, that's what I mean. But none of these are pyramid. This is what I'm saying. We just have to be careful. We just have to be. Yeah. We just got to be careful. Uh, All right. Next one. Black Ring Coffee. Ever heard of this place? It's some yes. hip ass place. I've it's heard down of in like it. Bixby Knolls, probably. If I had to guess. Okay. It's like a hip ass place. Black Ring Coffee. They're cold brew night. They're Cold Brew on Nitro was named best in the country. I don't know how this, I don't know how you can judge it for being the best in the country, but it was named best in the country. And not just Cold Brew, but the Cold Brew on Nitro. Don't know what it means. Dude, all these baristas are all about this Nitro Cold Brew. But here's the thing. What is it? It's, can you break it down for me? No, absolutely not. You know me. I'm dumb. I, I don't I'm know this old. stuff. You think I know hip coffee? No, you're right. I'll tell the you what. Last guy you need I'll ask. tell you what should be named best cold brew on nitro coffee, Maxwell House. If yeah. they had a cold brew version, that would be the. You I want, can make my own cold brew with nitro. You want cold brew? With, just brew it hot and sip on it for like literally eight hours. That's what I do. This is starting to get a little chilly. Yeah. Oh, you're drinking too. Hey, yeah. we both got a little nine. Cheers. Hey, cheers. Uh, but pretty impressive for beating like Seattle. Is it Seattle got the best coffee? Yeah. Well, they have Seattle's best for sure. Hmm. Uh, so you were telling me you could be in Long Beach, you could go grab a cold brew nitro, drink the best coffee in the world, and then hit Skylinks and play the best golf course ever created. Yep. Wow. We live in <laughs> such a city. <laughs> we dude. live in paradise. I'll tell you that. That's pretty amazing. We should go try it though. What's the difference between dude, it's, regular it's and disgusting. nitro? Disgusting. That's a difference. What's the? It's what? like it tastes like you're drinking. Some, I don't know. I don't like it. Nitro is. Nitro's it's like different. like super cold and it like, ta- it ta- I don't know. I'll tell you what, dude. Have you Coffee had cold- shops love it, but guess what? No one is drinking it. Have you ever had a cold brew? Yes. Cold brew will mess you up. Yeah, they're not that good either. It doesn't taste great, but it messes you up. Yeah. You start shaking. You don't feel like yourself. We had one over there at the Merchant. Did we have cold brew? They have the nitro cold brew, so. Ooh. They, they probably didn't. Uh, like... I'll support your coffee shop, but I'm not going to order some nitro. You know what I mean? The merchant probably, they didn't probably judge the merchant because the merchant probably would have won. Yeah, for sure. That place is epic. 
Okay. I mean, that's all I got for that. Uh, yeah. Sounds... I just think it's wild. It's the best in the country. Like, there's no other place that has better. And yeah, that's wild. And zero people in Long Beach have been to this place. Also, right. I'll go though. Where is it? Basement Hills. I'll look it up right now. Let's go. Quit. Let me look it up for, just for a second, just for the listeners. We might need to go. It's early right now. Shit. Yeah, it is. Oh, it's in North Long Beach. Oh, grit town. Wow. We're at. Oh, uh, it's probably next to Jordan. That's why the that's why Jordan is 3 0 oh, in football right they're now. Starting they're starting to get just it going. Sipping on bit, some huh? nitro brews. Oh yeah. All right. Uh it is off of <clears throat> Dude, I still haven't found it. It's in this article. I'm telling you, you gotta put it up straight up in the front for people that don't know. <laughs> I'm just I, am I wrong? No, you're absolutely right. You gotta put it right up at the front. Here we go. 5373 Long Beach Boulevard. Hmm. That's Bixby Knolls. Bixby Knolls is... You f- do you not know that Bixby Knolls is North Long Beach? Well, it says North Long Beach right here. That's what, that's what I'm saying. That's a whole other city to me. It's like steel. There's like steel. That's a whole city to me. Steelcraft. 5373? You couldn't... That's that Bixby Knolls might as well not even be Long Beach. Uh, I like Bixby Knolls. Oh, wow. That is North. That's above Virginia Country Club. Wow. North North? Wow, sad that... Uh, it's North North. Sad that the best coffee is located next to Virginia Country Club, which isn't even close to being the best golf course in Long Beach. Yeah, true. You, know, you got to drive all the way to Skylings for that. They mm. should switch... Uh, they should switch... The Country Club? The Country Club with... No, no. They should switch... What's that? There's a coffee spot over by... Uh, by Skylings? Yeah. Copa? I don't know. But they should switch. Yeah, they should switch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's get to the 908 Athlete of the Week. <coughs> this week, no surprise, one bit, Matt Corral. No way. Quarterback. Are you kidding me? Ole Miss. Are you pulling my chain right I'm now? I'm not pulling your chain. Wow. Let me tell you what he did, all right? 18 for 24, 250 yards, two touchdown passes, 10 rushes, 50 yards, SEC Freshman of the week. Are you kidding baby. me? Who did he tear apart? Who's he Arkansas. Oh, uh, go to hell, Arkansas. Arkansas can Suey. Pig Suey, my ass, dude. Not when Matt's around. What a big W. They won, I think it was 31 to like 14 or something. Wow. Or 16 or 17, something like that. Beat him by two scores. Let me tell you something. Matt Corral, bet on him again this week. I'm 2-0 mm-hmm. on Matt Corral bets. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I know my boy's got my back. The greatest Long Beach quarterback to ever live. He might be. Long Beach through and through, baby. That's my boy. Commuted here for like this whole semester. You know what? It's sad that him and Barbie didn't get a taste together. Mm. Imagine they would have probably won a CF championship. Oh, for sure. That's all I'm saying. I, you know who I bet looks good before and after the game? Matt Corral. Oh, yeah. Yep. Dude, he's been good. He's been good. Is he going to win an SEC championship this? Ooh, they play Alabama this year. Are we going? We should. At Alabama? We should probably go. He'll get his tickets, right? Ole Miss usually beats Matt, Alabama. Matt, if you're listening, we have been your biggest fan since you were at Pauly. Actually, since he got in that fight, that where didn't he get like kicked out of a different school? Oaks Christian. Yeah. He got into a fight, Oaks, Oaks Christian, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is great because you want to disrupt the chemistry at Oaks Christian because they're a bunch of freaking yeah. softies up mm-hmm. there. Uh-huh. Get back down to Grit Town. What's yep. it called? The Funk House, baby. Yeah. Welcome. The Funk! Bring the Funk! Welcome to the Funk House, baby. Wow, he is funking it up out there. Great stuff. You know what? Good for Matt. Funk you, Arkansas. <laughs> and Alabama, funk you too because the Funk House is coming. And we can't stop the funk. No, once, the you t- can't. once the funk gets rolling, you mm. can't stop the funk. What's that song? 
don't know. Cannot just, stop the phone. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. Wow. Good shit. Uh, yeah, congrats to Matt Corral. Also, there have been a, there was a couple of huge performances. Wilson's 3-0, by the way. Shout out to Zig. Zig gave us a big shout out on 908 Day, by mm, the way. That was tight. Shout out to Zig. Wilson's 3-0. Petway went off. Everybody was saying Petway for 908 Athlete of the Week, but let me tell you something. He was Athlete of the Week for two other publications. Therefore, mm-hmm. he doesn't get the Athlete of the Week for this one. Because we find those unsung heroes yeah. as grinders. Those I see grinders Matt out there. out there. But Petway, go off. Keep doing your thing, bro. Mm-hmm. You'll get it one of these days. Once, uh, once I write my book, Petway, about Wilson, I want you in there, baby. You should have a whole chapter. I got to start. I, I don't want to be to the, the Petways. What are we? we? We can't be the Funk House. We got to be like the. Zach Petway. Yeah. He'll be, you'll, you got a chapter. Don't worry. I'm okay. writing the book. Actually, the book's in process. Well, Mike and Tyler said they were writing the book for four years, but they actually didn't start writing until the second year. So we've been in the process for the last two years. Yeah. My, and also, Wilson book's going to be a little bit better. So it might be like a 20 year deal. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, in the, I'm in the heat of it right now. All right. You got anything else? What a show. Uh, what a show. Um, you learned anything you, today? What? Did you learn anything today? Yeah, I learned that you cannot suspend someone. Yeah, wild. I didn't. I learned a little bit today. I did too. Oh, your rating. Your rating. No, your rating. Okay, my rating. Your rating today. You've been hot as of late. Today, six point nine. Yeah, I cooled off a bit. Yeah, you know what it is. It's it, early. It's well. It's also that nitro cold brew. You've been sipping too much of. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You've been sipping the cold brew. That's why you cooled off. Uh, saving a little energy for uh, I didn't want to waste it all because we have a big tournament oh, coming. Oh shit! Almost forgot actually. Uh, am I a front runner right now for next week's Nine Hundred Athlete of the Week? Oh damn! I Maybe. well, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, we're in there. Yeah, that's the good we, thing about us. Because you know what we never do is we never give ourselves credit. <laughs> I've been thinking that lately. Like what? Do, why can't we be the Nine Hundred Athlete of the Week? We always got to choose someone else. That's not it's, fair. It's actually kind of bullshit. That ain't right. It's kind of bullshit. You uh, know? Yeah. Let me know. Hey, if you play like in a pickup basketball game or something like that, give me your stat line. Just send it to me. I will. I definitely will. And you know what? I'm wearing green. People think it's for 908, but I'm, I got a little funk in me right now. A little oh, funk house. Oh, look at you. You know, bring out the funk. Look at you. They should have put you in the book, huh? Can't stop the can't stop the music. Can't, what, what's the, There's a saying I can't think of. Gotta have that funk. We got the funk. Oh! Gotta have that funk. We got the funk. Gotta have the funk. Life is great in the 908. Shoot your shoot. So shoot your shot. Funk house, baby. Woo! Yeah. Huh. Know what I mean? Huh. What you gonna do when I come through, babe? Stop me, your game looks sloppy, you need more practice, maybe you like this, to enjoy the game by midway, I can drive around you, even shoot a trait, a three-point threat, no sweat, you can bet, back it out and fade away our net, hang time. what you wanna do, tell me, what you gonna do when I come through, bang. You know the rules, crossover dribbles, taking you to school like that next time. Remember who you're playing, you get no mercy. Know what I'm saying? If you reach, I'ma teach. Too fun to lay up, catch you on a rebound, game over, stay up.
yeah. What you gonna do when I come through? Hey. Yeah. Hang time, y'all. You know what I'm saying?